With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, wrestling fans. Welcome to another episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic. I am your host, Lance Bratt, and today is Monday, September 21st. 2015, and this is the first time in a long time, I want to say about a year and a half, maybe close to two years, that 360 Wrestling Fanatic has been on Blog Talk Radio. It's finally back, and I'm not sure how long it's going to last, though, but for right now, we are back on Blog Talk Radio. And if you want to hear other episodes of 360 Wrestling Fanatic and Clash Wrestling 360, the podcast that is all about the collective league of adrenaline, strength, and honor, you can go to www.spreaker.com slash user slash wrestling podcast 360. All of the most recent episodes are there of 360 Wrestling Fanatic even though I haven't done it in quite a while. Hopefully, we'll start doing more episodes now. But there are episodes of Clash Wrestling 360 on there as well, including pre-show interview and the post-show from Clash Wrestling All Out War, including Randy Casey and the Caveman Elk and beautiful Bia making her Clash Wrestling debut and her first appearance on Clash Wrestling 360. And also a pre-show interview with Atlas Hightower, who also made his Clash Wrestling debut that night. So thanks for tuning in. And I'm going to start off this show today by discussing a couple of papers to start off with the one that took place this past Friday night, September 18th, live from Houston, Texas. And it was Ring of Honor Extravaganza, All-Star Extravaganza 7. Sorry about that. Like I said, took place live from San Antonio, Texas. Also featuring two championship matches, just like another pay-per-view this past weekend. But it was Jay Lethal defending the Ring of Honor World Television Championship and the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. And we open up with a video highlighting all the big matches for tonight's pay-per-view. And the very first tag team, or very first match of the evening, it is the Ring of Honor television champion, Jay Lethal, defending against one half of the IWGP junior tag team champion, Bobby Fish. And, of course, 
Jay Weeple has Truth Martini in his corner. I thought this match right here was a very good way to start off the pay-per-view solid match. Big fan of Jay Weasel. And Weasel gets the win to retain the title with a roll-up and a handful of tights. And Weasel celebrates his title win. And, of course, he is going to have one more match tonight defending the ROH World Heavyweight Championship against Bobby Fisher's partner, Kyle O'Reilly. Our next match of the evening was a very interesting match, and it was the Peacock Dalton Castle with the boys in his corner taking on wrestling blast real man Silas Young. And this match, the stipulation is if Silas Young defeats Dalton Castle, he gets control of the boys. But Dalton Castle gets the win over Silas Young. Silas Young will have to become one of the boys. Now, I thought this was a very good match, actually. Not bad at all. And the winner of the match is wrestling's last real man, Silas Young. And now he is in control of Dalton Castle's boys And like you said, heading into the pay-per-view, he is going to make men out of them. So I'm sure in the next few weeks or so on ROH TV, we will see some vignettes of him making the boys into men. And it should be interesting to see what kind of things he does with the boys. Now... We see a promo from the Briscoes. And then it is time for tag team action. The Briscoes, Mark and Jay, taking on a mystery tag team. And first, though, we see the romantic make his way to the ring. He gets beat up by the Briscoes. And then the mystery team comes out. And before I get to that, though, there's a guest commentator, and it is B.J. Whitmer. And, of course, he takes shot at Steve Carino. Okay, now the mystery tag team taking on is none other than the All-Night Express, Let Titus, and the returning from TNA to Ring of Honor, Kenny King. Also, I thought this one was another good match, good tag team action, and it is won by the returning All Night excuse me, All Night Express with the one night stand for the win. And they celebrate in the ring after And, of course, the crowd chants, welcome back. And then Paige low kicks Jay from behind. And then the A&X make the save. And then they go by 
the coat of honor and shake hands. Then we see a video focusing on the feud between Moose and Cedric Alexander and, of course, Beta Scott. Now it is time for a no-DQ match. Moose with Stokey Hathaway taking on Cedric Alexander with Veda Scott in her corner. Moose gets the win here. And next up, it is they celebrate in the ring afterwards. And then we see highlights of the first two matches of the Best of Five series between ACH and Reborn Matt Seidel. And this one was another very good match of the evening. And it is won by ACH. And by Pinfall with a Midnight Star. And ACH goes up 2-1 in this best of five. Then ACH celebrates in the ring and the Code of Honor shake hands. Next up, we see a video on how we got to the triple threat match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. Then the titles are on the line in a triple threat match. The Kingdom, Matt Taven and Michael Bennett with the First Lady of ROH, Maria Canales in their corner, taking on the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Johnson, versus the Addiction, the Almighty Christopher Daniels, and the Heavy Metal Rebel, Kazarian. This one, one of the matches, matches of the night, in my opinion. Very good. Great tag team wrestling here. But unfortunately, my pick, Daniels and Kazarian, did not retain the titles. The winners of the match, the Kingdom, New Ring of Honor Tag Team Champion. The next match, Nigel McGuinness joins commentary, and it is a four-corner survival number one contenders match with Adam Cole taking on Mr. Ring of Honor, Roderick Strong. First, unbreakable Michael Elgin and the phenomenal AJ Styles. And for me, I'd have to say, this is probably match of the night, in my opinion. It is one phenomenal AJ Styles who will receive a shot at the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship at final battle. And we see highlights of Kyle O'Reilly's career in Ring of Honor. Comments is Red Dragon partner Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, and others. Like I said, very good match that four-way. So AJ Styles will now take on the winner of this next match for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship. And it is time for the main event of the evening. 
for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. The champion, Jay Lethal, competing in his second match tonight, taking on Kyle O'Reilly. And of course, Truth Martini is in his corner. He ends up getting sent to the back, though, by Nigel McGuinness. And there's some interference. Bobby Fish comes out to help his partner. And then also, Adam Cole comes to the ring, turns on Kyle O'Reilly, and then Jay Lethal hits the lethal injection, gets the pinfall for the win, and retains the championship. Still Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion and the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, Jay Lethal. Once again, it was a very good main event, I thought, but not quite as good as the number one contenders match. That was my match of the night, like I said a little bit ago. But still, All-Star Extravaganza 7 was a very good pay-per-view, I thought. And if you haven't seen it yet, I recommend that you go on and... um, on your pay-per-view, say, like, whatever you have, and you order the replay with a very good pay-per-view. And the next pay-per-view I am going to talk about at this time took place last night in Houston, Texas. It was a WWE Night of Champions. And it starts off with the WWE kickoff show on the WWE Network with the... Cosmic Wasteland, Cody Rhodes, or excuse me, Stardust, and then Ascension, defeating Neville and the Lucha Dragons. And then Night of Champions, the main show we see for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. The big guy, Ryback, taking on Kevin Owens. Not a bad match to start off. The winner and new WWE Intercontinental Champion, Kevin Owens. And then we see commercials for all the stuff featuring Brock Lesnar that is going to be on the WWE Network, including the MSG show on October 3rd. He's going to be on the Stone Cold Podcast on October 19th. And October 25th on the pay-per-view or network special, whatever you want to call it. Then backstage, we see Rich Brennan with Rusev. Rusev doesn't say anything, just blows him off. And it is time for Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev, Gummer Ray. And the finish of this match saw saw Summer Ray take her shoe off, throw it at the referee, but the referee, Derek Moore, moves out of the way and hits Rusev. And then that allows Dolph Ziggler to pick up the win. After the match, we see a shot Summer Ray and Rusev heads to the back, of course, upset. Ziggler jumps out of the ring and kisses the hand of Summer Ray. Backstage, we see Mickey Bella warming up along with King Bella, Bree, and Alicia Fox. And then we also see Charlotte with King CB 
and her father, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. It is now time for the WWE World Tag Team Championship match, the New Day defending against Team 3D. Yeah, I know they're going back to being called the Dudley Boys again, but I still call them Team 3D. Hey, everybody else still called them the Dudleys when they were at TNA, so I like Team 3D as a better name, so I'm going to keep calling them Team 3D. Very good match. I am still very much enjoying the New Day, especially Xavier Woods outside with the trombone. It was a pretty good match, I thought. And the winners, as a result of a disqualification, is Team 3D. So obviously, since it was a DQ, the New Day retained the titles. And in my opinion, I think it was the right thing to keep the titles on the New Day. I'm a big fan of all three of them, especially the last few months or so. I thought they have just been great. After the match, the New Day clears house on Team 3D. Xavier Woods grabs the trombone and starts celebrating with Big E and Kofi Kingston. Then... Big E tells Woods to get the table. Woods grabs a table under the ring and sets it up. The Dubbies get life and take out Big E and Kofi. Woods has his back turned. He's celebrating. And then when he turns around, Team 3D gets him 3D through the table. A video package is next for Focusing on Nikki Bella's run as Divas Champion, it is time for the WWE Divas Championship match. Nikki Bella taking on Alicia Fox, or excuse me, with Alicia Fox, Brie Bella in her corner, taking on Charlotte with Paige and Becky Lynch. Wasn't a bad match, I thought. Pretty good. And tonight, or last night, I should say, the winner and new WWE Divas champion was Charlotte, and then Ric Flair comes out, celebrates with Charlotte, is crying, both of them are, and then they do a strip together, and then backstage, JoJo is with Kevin Owens for an interview, and he says he was a prize fighter without a prize. Now that all changes. And we go back to the WWE kickoff panel with Renee Young, Corey Graves, Byron Saxon, and Booker T. We see highlights of the kickoff match, and then backstage we see Ric Flair hugging his daughter. And then Team Team PCB also comes and celebrates with their six-man tag team action is next. The Wyatt family versus Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and their mystery partner, who is none other than the host of Talk is Jericho, Chris Jericho. Again, another pretty good match. Chris Jericho kind of at the end gets a blind tag on Roman Reigns, comes in, and then gets choked out by the newest Wyatt family member, Braun Strowman. And then he leaves and kind of shoves 
Ambrose and Lane can walk out of the ring. I'm not sure if Jericho is going to be sticking around or if this was just a one-night thing because I know he'll be going back on tour with Spotty pretty soon. Backstage, Seth Rollins is with the authority. Rollins is fired up for tonight. We then see Sheamus walk by with the money in the bank briefcase. We see a video package focusing on the year of Seth Rollins, Rollins defends the WWE United States and World Heavyweight Championships. Next, back-to-back, taking on John Cena and Sting. It is Seth Rollins versus Sting for the World Heavyweight Championship. And I like the match. Of course, John Cena gets the win and once again becomes the United States Championship. One thing I'm looking forward to is that John Cena will once again start doing the U.S. Open Challenges because I think that actually helped bring up, made it more important. So hopefully they will do that again. And then after the match, Rollins goes to leave, but Cena stops him, attitude is just not on the floor, and then he rolls him back in the ring. And then it is time for the main event of the evening for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Seth Rollins once again in action, defending against Sting. And this match, I wouldn't say it was a bad match, but I was a little disappointed about it that... Rollins did go over clean with the roll-up when Sting was going for the Scorpion Deathlock and pinned him, retained the title. But now, last night, it was reported, suffered an injury. Dave Meltzer on Live Audio Wrestling says that it was a neck injury. So hopefully it's not too serious. And but Sting did look good in the match, though. And then after Sheamus came out, was ready to cash in the money in the bank briefcase to become the new world heavyweight champion. But then we see the return of the big red machine, the Demon Kane, chokes him and Seth Rollins. Sheamus comes back in the ring tell Kane to do it one more time to soften him up even more so he can cash in and get the title. But then Kane chokes for him Sheamus. And then Kane does his pyro. The pay-per-view goes off the air. So it kind of looks like now that Kane might be the next challenger to take on Seth Rollins or the World Heavyweight Championship. And that is... WWE Knights of Champions 2015. I thought it was an all right show. I want to say it was real great, but it wasn't that bad either. Like I said, I was kind of disappointed by the main event a little bit at the finish of it, I should say, how they had Seth Rollins go over. I'd rather have had him cheat or maybe DQ or count out to retain the title instead of being Sting Clean. But, like I said, it wasn't a bad show at all. 
and tonight, of course, on USA Monday Night Raw. Sorry about that. Tonight, Monday Night Raw, and of course, a half hour before 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the WWE Network. It is the Raw pre-show, and it was announced last night that tonight, right after Raw on the WWE Network, will be a debut of a new show, Legends with JBL, where he will be interviewing Eric Bischoff. Part one will be tonight, and then part two will air right after SmackDown this Thursday night. And it has also been announced that the WWE Network will be hosting WCW Nitro Week beginning tonight to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Monday Nitro. And good news for our Ring of Honor fans here in the Detroit area. Ring of Honor TV is now on my TV 20 early Sunday mornings at 2 a.m. So you're going to want to make sure you set your DVRs for that every week. That's early Sunday morning at 2 a.m. on my TV 20 right here in the Detroit area. And last night, TNA ran a house show in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And the results were Drew Galloway defeated Tyrus. Awesome Kong defeated Madison Rain. Mr. Anderson defeated Eli Drake in a two-out-of-three-falls match. The TNA World Tag Team Champions, the Wolves, defeated the Revolution, represented by Abyss and Manic. And Pittsburgh's own Kurt Angle made an appearance, and he said he would be ready for action at the TNA Bound for Glory pay-per-view on October 4th, and he was interrupted by DJZ. Angle cleared the ring, and next up for the TNA King of the Mountain Championship, the champion Bobby Roode defeated Tommy Dreamer in a chain match. And in the main event of the evening, the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, EC3, Ethan Carter defeated Matt Hardy. Sounded like it was a pretty good show, but unfortunately, there has been some reports online that the most recent TNA house shows have drew very poorly, very low attendance. <coughs> Excuse me. So, that's definitely not good news at all for TNA. And that is all for today's episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic, episode 118. It's good to be back here on Talk Radio. Like I said at the top of the show, I'm not sure how long it's going to last. But also, for more episodes of 360 Wrestling Fanatic and Clash Wrestling 360, go to www.spreaker.com slash user slash wrestling podcast 360. And before I go, get some plugs in. You can like 360 Wrestling Podcast on Facebook and Clash Wrestling 360 also on Facebook. 
follow the show on Twitter at 360WrestlingPod and on Instagram at 360WrestlingPodcast. Also have the website. I know it hasn't been updated in quite a long time, but hopefully one day soon I will start to update it again. That is 360WrestlingPod.weebly.com. And if you have any questions or comments or just want to say anything, you can email the show at lb360wrestlingfanatic at gmail.com. Like I said, any comments, any questions, whatever, that is lb360wrestlingfanatic at gmail.com. That is all for today. Like I said, go to Spreaker for more episodes of 360 Wrestling Fanatic and Clash Wrestling. Hoping to do more episodes right here on Blog Talk Radio soon. Until then, thanks for listening. I am Lance, and I am a wrestling fanatic. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.